in a world where biblical truth has been modeled, Triumphant in Christ podcast is aimed at building hope, strengthening, inspiring, and unraveling the mysteries of faith, the Christian faith, and most importantly, restoring the old paths of Christian faith. But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and manifests through her the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. Welcome to Triumphant in Christ. Hello and Happy New Year to you once again. Happy 2021. Well, I don't know what the current situation is in your own country, but right here in Scotland is a full lockdown. But we know that God is still on the throne and is in control of all things happening. What do we do in this time? We trust him to fulfill his word that he has spoken. Jesus said in John 16, 33, that in the world you have many troubles, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And we can rest in that promise that Christ has overcome the world, irrespective of what is happening around. I pray that the Lord will continue to protect us from what is happening. And we pray that God will provide solution to this and just take this away so that we, we can have things back in normal. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Know Your Weapons. This is the ninth episode. It's been an amazing journey of looking at the weapons of warfare that are available to us. Where we've looked at the word of God, the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus as weapons of warfare. We've looked at authority, prayer, and holiness as ways of employing that weapon. And today we'll continue on this series by looking at humility. How does humility play a part in spiritual warfare? And what exactly is humility? According to a quote by Andrew Murray, Humility is the displacement of self by the enthronement of God. Humility is the displacement of self by the enthronement of God. You know, I've learned that humility is like a cloak that when we put it on, when we are clothed in this, the enemy cannot fight against us. He does not know how to handle it because he is consumed by pride. Humility is one weapon that the enemy cannot handle. It does not understand the language. And I'm going to show you from scriptures how we can win warfare by humility. Someone once said, the most powerful weapon to conquer the devil is humility. Why? Because he does not know at all how to employ it. Neither does he know how to defend himself from it. The way to conquer the enemy is humility. You would wonder, humility before who is humility before God? Like Andrew Murray said, it is the displacement of self by the enthronement of God. So to humble myself before God means I have to abase myself. No wonder Paul said he has learned to abase and abound. You know, recently I, I was having a conversation with the Holy Spirit and the Lord said to me, Teresa, I have taught you to be able to live when you have little and when you have much. And it's true, I've been through journeys in my life and I've learned to not manage, but to, to be in joy, to be joyful, to be grateful when I have so much and when I have little. So in a way, God has humbled me through the journey that I've been through. Sometimes God humbles us and sometimes we humble ourselves. But I tell you the best way to go through humility is by you humbling yourself. Do you want to humble yourself before God? Because the Bible makes it clear that when we humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God, he is able to exalt us. God rests the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Let's look at that scripture together in James chapter 4. 
according to James chapter 4 verse 6, but, give, but it gives more grace. Therefore, it says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Looking at the scripture, you see that the strength to resist the devil is found in our submission to God. When we are surrendered to the will of God, we have the power, the authority over the enemy. And just like that quote by Andrew Murray, where God is enthroned, the devil cannot be enthroned. Where God is enthroned, then those battles can no longer have the rule in your life. Is God enthroned in your life? It's true, you may be a believer, but yet God is not enthroned in your life. I understand that. I've been there. When I think I, w- I was in charge of my whole life, I thought I had everything to do by myself. I thought the decisions of my life were to be made by just me. I thought it was all about my dreams and desires. Little did I know that God wanted something more from me. Until I brought myself to the place of surrender to him, absolute surrender, I did not have the power against the enemy. As a child of God, the way to win those battles is to make sure that we are living in humility before God. When we submit to be humble before God is to submit yourself to God. It is to abase yourself. It is to think lowly of yourself. And it is in this place that we find strength to win the things that are placed against us in warfare. Root word for humility in the Hebrew is means condescension. <laughs> Permit me, means condescension, which is translated as gentleness and meekness. It means a lowly heart before God. And then Jesus teaches in the Beatitudes in Matthew five verse five, the blessed are the meek. For they shall inherit the hurt. So the way to even inherit the hurt is to humble ourselves before God. And I see that in Proverbs 22 verse 4. When it says that the reward of humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. The man that would attain honor, the man that would attain riches, the man that would attain life must be a man who is humble before God and fears the Lord. A man who truly lives in reference in her of God. And when I say man, I mean human, both man and woman alike. So the woman, the man that would have honor in life, that would have riches and enjoy life, will be such that humbles himself before God. Well, that is not to mean that everyone that you see to be enjoying life is humble before God. You know, the true definition of enjoying life, of having a fulfilled life, is only God who has the true picture. Nobody does. Dagi would Mills once said something, and I love it so much. And I think it's important to note as believers that we are not to be led by circumstances or apparent prosperity. These are not indicators of God's blessings. If peace and prosperity were the hallmarks of God's blessings, then Apostle Paul was the greatest sinner because he suffered so much. Well, as a sense of humor, I would say, yeah, Paul is the greatest sinner because Paul said of himself that he's the chief of all sinners. But no, Paul is not the greatest sinners. We are all sinners. But what is saying, the blessings of God are there irrespective of the things that we are seeing. So to say that the humble, we have honor, riches, and life does not mean that every, does not mean that it is everyone you see with honor and riches, so to say, in human eyes are humble before God. Only God can tell the state of a man's heart. The state of your heart cannot be seen with the expression on your face. You may look so gentle, yet in your heart you're full 
of pride before God. I want you to know that God positioned himself against the proud. You know, when I think about the scripture in 1 Peter chapter 5, I'm often lost in my thoughts. Like, that means when I become proud before God, I am positioning myself as God's enemy. And I see that very well in what happened with the devil. In 1 Peter 5, verse 5, says God, I'm reading the later part. It says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. God resists, meaning God stands against the proud. God stands against the proud. And I'm looking at the man that God has positioned himself against. How can that human being survive it? I can't survive it. If God is to position himself against me, I will be long gone. If God is to position himself against you, you will be long gone. But the way to win the battle that you are facing in life is to submit to God. Because in our submission to God, he says, he gives grace to the humble. In our submission to God, we receive strength. In our submission to God, we receive grace. In our submission to God, we receive divine help. And this is the way we win the warfare. This is the way we win the battles. This is the way we win the attacks that the enemy is throwing at us. It is true that in submission to God, we have strength to resist the attacks of the enemy. I do not know what you may be going through today, but I want you to know that there is help for you when you are living in submission to God. There is help for you. How do I know that? Let's take Jesus as an example. And Philippians 2 tells us something about Jesus' life. How he won the battle against the enemy. In Philippians 2 from verse 5, there is so much about verse 5 today. 1 Peter 5 verse 5. Yeah, Philippians 2 verse 5. It says, let this mind be in you. Which mind? This lowly mind. This meek mind. This mind of submission. This mind of surrender. Let this mind be in you. Which was also in Christ Jesus. Who being in the form of God. Did not consider it robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation. That means Jesus humbled himself. We are going to look at examples of people that God humbled and those who humbled themselves. But he made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. And look at this. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him. Now, see what Peter was saying. When we humble ourselves, God gives grace to the humble. He exalts us. So, God has exalted him and has given him a name which is above every name. And what is that name? At the mention of the name of Jesus. Did you see that even the name of Jesus that we engage in warfare as a weapon was gained by humility? Jesus gained the authority of his name by humility. Do you know what victory you and I can gain in life by humility? When we humble ourselves before God, we receive the victory that we would rather have lost the other way. By humbling himself before God, Jesus did not think it was a power or robbery to be equal with God. He surrendered to the will of God. He gave his life to the obedience of God's will. And by that, he gained the name that is above every name. 
Meanwhile, the devil was consumed by his proximity to God's throne. He was consumed by pride because of his proximity to God's throne. And he thought he could become equal with God. But you and I know what happened with that. He lost his position in God's kingdom. And he's forever a defeated foe because of that pride. And when I think of Jonah, God had to humble Jonah to submit to God's assignment for his life. But Jesus humbled himself. Jonah had to go through the journey of three days in the belly of the fish. Jesus went into the journey of three days and three nights in the tomb because he surrendered to God. And that was not a journey that he was alone. It was a journey that he had power to overcome. And you and I are testimonies to that today. If there is ever anything, I know that I've prayed in the name of Jesus and I have received answers. I have prayed in the name of Jesus and I have seen breakthroughs. I've called the name of Jesus at the point of death or destruction and I have seen divine help. So I know that the name of Jesus truly is the greatest name. It is the highest name. It is the name that is above all names. I am confident. I am bold to say that at the mention of the name of Jesus, the son of the living God, it is true that every name bows and tongue confess that Christ is Lord. Sometimes you do not see these knees bowing, but I want you to know that the knees are bowing. What do you do if you've been engaging the name of Jesus, the word of God, the blood of Jesus as weapons of warfare and you're not seeing a change. Perhaps you've been praying over a situation in a long time and you are yet to see a change in your life. I'm saying to you today, have you tried humility? Have you looked at yourself? Have you examined yourself before God? You know, David, when his son was sick, Bible said he humbled himself with fasting. He had sackcloth on. It does not mean to humble yourself. You need to have sackcloth on. No, I've said humility is a state of the heart. But David found a way to express the simulation of his heart, even by putting on sackcloth and ashes. While he fasted, that God would heal the son that Bathsheba had had. But you know what? God knew that the best thing was to take this boy. So that that reproach will not stand against the promise that God had made unto David. And when this boy was gone, David knew there was nothing left to do. He stood up and he praised God, knowing that God had taken the boy. But still, the same Bathsheba had a son called Solomon, who eventually became king after David. I want you to know you may have to go through certain things and it looks like you're paying the price for your mistakes. But I want you to know that God's promise for you stands the same and God is bringing you a breakthrough. God is not changing his mind concerning you because of what you've done. Whatever you are going through, you can have victory in that situation. And I know that the enemy often plays on our ignorance of the word of God and it starts to torment us. It starts to torment us and say, see, God cannot hear you. You have done this. You have done that. God has forgotten about you because that was gotten through sin. But if you have truly repented and you are, you know that you are one with God, I want to assure you today, God will bring you a breakthrough. But how about humbling yourself before God? How about seeking his face and see what God says to you? It would show you what is left to be done. It is true that when we are confused, we can go to God in prayer and seek his counsel over the matter. And God makes clear to us. This is what you need to do in this season. You know, when you look at David as a king, you might think David did some terrible things. Why would God still choose him as a man after his heart? Because David was a man that knew how to humble himself, even when he thought he deserved death as punishment. But Saul, he was a man that was proud. What is pride? It is disobedience to God. 
Every time we choose to go against what God is leading us to do, it is pride. We look at Saul, God gave the instruction for the king of the Amalekites to be killed and the whole of the land to be destroyed. But Saul went to war and brought the king back and the choices of spoils of that land. For what? He didn't know he was disobeying God. He thought it was okay to do that as king. He could make decisions. Well, I want you to know it doesn't matter the level we attain in life. God still has the authority over our lives. So it's important that we always pay attention to the direction that the Lord is leading us. And remember I said that when we submit ourselves to God, it gives us grace. And in that place, we receive the strength to resist the enemy. I like this. Daniel in chapter 9 is recorded to be praying to God. Daniel humbled himself for the people of the land. He knew that what had happened to the Jewish people was because of sin. They had left God. They had abandoned God. And they were they were in captivity at this time. And I like this prayer in verse 16. Oh Lord, according to all your righteousness, not our own righteousness, but your righteousness, I pray let your anger and your fury be turned away from your city, Jerusalem. Your holy mountain be cursed for our sins. And for the iniquities of our fathers, Jerusalem and your people are a reproach to those around us. Daniel humbled himself before God. And it started to seek for God's help. You know, the best thing to do when we pray for things and they seem not to be happening, I have learned to go back to God, humble myself before him and ask him, Lord, what else do I have to do? And I see that again in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. The word of God says that when I, when I, that when I shut up the heaven and there is no rain, or I command the locusts to devour the land, just like we saw in the land of Egypt. Or I send pestilence among the people. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves, did you see that? To humble ourselves is to humiliate ourselves, is to come lowly and know the Lord of ourselves, we can do nothing. Maybe you've been engaging in that warfare and there is no victory. Or perhaps you even think the enemy keeps winning all the time. Why didn't you go back to God in prayer? This time, don't go praying, declaring, and binding. Why don't you go and see God's face? Humble yourself before God and let God show you what is the next step to take in that situation. Maybe you have been battling addiction for years and it feels like the enemy has the lordship over your life. It doesn't have it if you have confessed Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Why don't you go back to God in prayer and ask for grace? Remember, I says, submit yourself to God and he will give you grace. He will exhort you in due time. Humble yourself before him and he will exhort you in due time. He will exhort you above your situations. He will exhort you above the enemy of your soul. God has already gotten you the victory. And in humility, you can assess that victory. Just like this prayer in 2 Chronicles 7 says, If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Many times we don't humble ourselves. We just pray. We don't even seek God's face sometimes. And sometimes we pray and seek God's face, but we don't humble ourselves. I've learned that that humility is important. It's not just enough to kneel down before God in prayer, but it's to see that our heart is actually prostrate before him. In absolute surrender, you dead to his will. Have you come to that place in your walk with Christ? If you are yet to come to that place, I can tell you the enemy will keep winning because it's his pride in you. And he knows how to use pride really well. He lost his place by pride. 
So he knows how to tempt believers. He knows how to talk believers out of their inheritance by pride. But when you humble yourself, the enemy has nothing to fight that humility. And just like this word says, when we humble ourselves, we pray and we see God's face. And we turn from our wicked ways. So turn from that pride. Turn from whatever sin that is holding your breakthrough back. Then, he said, he will hear from heaven. He will forgive our sin and heal our land. That means he will heal our lives. He will give us the breakthrough. Now his eyes will be open and his ears will be attentive to our prayer that was made wherever we pray. Dear believer, I want you to know that God wants you to win in that battle. I do not know what that battle is. It might be a battle over life. It might be a battle over your home, your marriage. It might be a battle over your children. It might be a battle over your health. It might be a battle over her miracle, over her business. Whatever battle it is, it might even be a battle over generational curse. I feel strongly to pray for you today that the Lord will open your eyes and show you the weapons that you have to use. The Lord will open your eyes and he will show you how to win those battles because I know that victory belongs to our God. And just like the scripture on this podcast says, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Now thanks be to God, who always cause us to triumph in Christ Jesus and manifest through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. I want you to know God wants to manifest the sweet aroma of the knowledge of Christ where you are, in your family, in your neighborhood. Let us pray together in this moment. Like I said earlier on, you might have been using the word of God and nothing has happened. You have pleaded the blood several times. In fact, you have called the name of Jesus several times and it seems nothing has happened. Well, I can tell you, things are taking place in the realm of the spirit. Perhaps if nothing is even taking place, maybe it's time to humble yourself before God. Let's come to the throne room together in this moment and ask for grace. Let's submit ourselves to God. Father, Lord, I thank you for you are good. I thank you because you are not separated from us. Rather, you are brought us into your family. I thank you for the blood of Jesus. Lord, today we have learned on humility. I pray that you will give us the grace to submit ourselves, Lord. In fact, Father, we make the choice in this moment to surrender to your will. We surrender to your will. We submit ourselves. We lay ourselves before you and we say, let your will be done. We receive grace for obedience. We will not be positioned against you. Rather, we are positioned in submission to you. And we know that in that place, we have victory over the enemy. We have victory over the attacks of the wicked. Therefore, Father, I pray with my brothers and my sisters, whatever warfare is going on in their life, as we submit ourselves to you, Father, give them wisdom in those situations. Give them victory over those situations. Let it be turned around in their testimony. I pray today that the enemy loses the battle over their lives because victory belongs to you. We win those warfares in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for we have the victory. Lord, I thank you for we we'll no longer walk in defeat, but we we'll walk in victory. We walk in humility and we walk in victory. And just like Jesus, we learn to humble ourselves and we learn to enjoy the victory that you have given us. Father, we thank you. We go in the authority in the name of Jesus and we see the enemy fleeing before us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wow. I hope you learned something on this podcast today. Go ahead in humility and know that God has given you the victory. But remember, humility is a cloak that where we put on, the enemy cannot resist. He does not know how to stand it. So let's go ahead and keep on winning true humility. Thank you once again for joining me on this episode of Know Your Weapons. Look out for a fresh episode 
next weekend. And don't forget on the podcast, there are daily episodes of Praying Psalms that's continuing throughout the year. Thank you once again. God bless you. Bye for now.